Right. Even if you can't have sex, you can talk about the feelings and the desires right. of sex. And when it becomes safe to have sexual talk without sexual action, now you're actually becoming more intimate in your right. conversation. Right. And that intimacy usually leads to something uh, physical. Right. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do when your spouse won't initiate sex. Perfect. Uh, This comes in, uh, again, another question that was sent in to us because she was asking actually she was sharing more of her feelings about how bad it feels when her husband doesn't pursue her sexually when when her husband doesn't initiate sexual interactions right and it makes her feel unwanted unloved un undesirable right all those things now i'm not a woman so maybe you can talk to that do you feel that if i'm not pursuing you in that way yeah i do most of the time you you pursue me so but when you don't, it makes me feel like what's wrong with me or doesn't he love me anymore? Yeah. Just all those insecurities and things that have nothing to do with you. Insecurities just with inside myself, those pop up. It just makes me feel terrible. Yeah. So if I am not uh, initiating soon enough or often enough, do you ever get into the spot that says, well, because he's not going first, I'm not going to go first. Well, yeah, because it's kind of like, hello, I keep initiating. Aren't you going to reciprocate? Isn't yeah. it important to you? Or you're just going to let me take care of it all? Right. Why do I have to be the one that always goes first? We sometimes call this fairsies yeah, in our relationship. Bit. Not just related to sex, but related to a lot of areas right. where, well, I've gone, I've done something. And so now you owe me. The balance sheet is out of balance. And so it's your turn to... to right chip in right and if you don't chip in then why do i always have to do everything and i have to do all the work and i'm not going to put myself out there anymore until you do something to to even up the score right when when it comes to sex and that happens i've said this in in other podcasts where you have to talk about it yeah before you get into that state or even when you're in that state you need to set aside some time to talk and say, this is what I'm feeling. And instead of saying, why won't you initiate or I want you to, or attacking or blaming, Mm -hmm. help me understand why you're not initiating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really believe that part of the reason why it gets to that point is, and there's no resolution to it is that it's easier to say, fine, I'm not going to initiate first until he does or she does because it's easier to do that than it is to be vulnerable and actually bring the subject up. Absolutely. Especially when it's around sex because sex just reaches into the core of who, who we are as the particularly for female. Yeah. And it's one of those things that just happens to be really hard for some people to talk about. Yeah. It's inherently vulnerable. Right. Which is actually why, I think a lot of guys might actually have a hard time initiating sex um, because they don't want to be vulnerable. Men are terrified 
I always say that the most fragile thing on the planet is a male ego. Right. We don't want to be rejected, which means we don't want to be vulnerable because if we're vulnerable, we open up ourselves to being rejected. Right. And so even if, even if, you know, the wife hasn't rejected him, if ever, right. there's still that it takes one time. Right. takes the hint of one time and then he's like okay I don't want to don't want to ever be rejected in that way again and so they tend to kind of back off and that can lead to some really hurt feelings and 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 frustration and disappointment and all those other things right um, what this reminds me of is what I actually call marital remorse. There's five stages of marital remorse, and this can happen early in a marriage or it can happen late in a marriage. Marital remorse is kind of like buyer's remorse, which is, you know, you on a whim, you buy something and then after two days, it's like, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? The first one is discouragement. The first part of this is, is, uh, is discouragement, which says, this person's not making me happy anymore right. or I'm frustrated with them or the 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 new car smell is worn off worn of off. them exactly. and oh my gosh they have flaws and and they're not as as great as I thought they were right. which leads to stage 2 which is fear and I'm afraid I might have picked the wrong person or I'm afraid I might have made a mistake right. by actually getting married that leads to stage 3 um, which is accusations you're actually in your head going, there's something wrong with them. They need to be fixed in some right. way. They're broken in some way. Leads to stage four, which is pride. Pride says, I've given an, enough of myself already. I've been the good person and they're the bad person. And, and that's where that comes into that. I'm not going to initiate anymore because I have given enough. That's actually stage five. That's called hardening, which is because I've already given enough, I've already put myself out there. There's something wrong with them. I'm not going to put myself out there anymore. And so it can start to harden your heart in just one little minute way. But when you don't deal with this early on, that hardened little piece now connects to the next hardened piece and the one before that. And then another, and pretty soon you have this very hardened heart towards right. your spouse. And that's what keeps me employed as a couples counselor. Because it's hard to kind of break through that hardened heart. Right. You can stop it early on by having these very simple conversations, um, like Shannon said, and, and being willing to call it out, even if it is a vulnerable and uncomfortable conversation. You sit down and, and again, you take responsibility for your thinking and go, here's what's going on inside of me. And I don't even want to think this way about you. I don't want to treat you this way. I, I'm going to be accountable from both my behaviors, but also my thoughts. And I want to make sure I always think the best of you. I want to give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. I've noticed you haven't been initiating sex lately. Do you, is, that, is there a reason why? Can we talk about that? Right. The other thing that you can do in this whole area, and this sounds kind of strange, and a lot of people are still resistant to it, but it is when we tend to do the right thing, it tends to invite others to do the right thing. Instead of trying to force your husband into initiating sex, if you initiate sex, if you put yourself out there first, even disproportionately you're doing it 75% of the time and he's only doing it 25% of the time that is still communicating to him my heart's not hardened I still desire you and sex is okay to talk about and sex is okay to initiate and sex is work something we're comfortable with and it makes it possible for him to go oh she's pretty okay initiating this I probably can initiate this as well 
and you can still have permission on both sides to go not tonight dear i have a headache that's okay right. to do thank you very much i'm honored that you want to you you know want to have that experience with me tonight but it's just not going to work right now that's okay to do but you can still initiate i actually think it communicates a lot to a spouse when you go even if we can't have sex right now because again you're doing the dishes or it's that time of the month or it's whatever 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 you got the flu whatever it is you need to know i'm thinking about you in that way <laughs> in my mind you're naked right now <laughs> and it's a nice sight right even if you can't have sex you can talk about the feelings and the desires right. of sex and when it becomes safe to have sexual talk without sexual action now you're actually becoming more intimate in your right. conversation right and that intimacy usually leads to something uh, physical. Right. And in addition to that, it also leads into that connection that yeah. we talk about that Over, you have between yeah. the two of you that doesn't necessarily, it's not a physical connection. It's that emotional connection. Exactly. Exactly. Apparently we just did another podcast on sex because it's a question yes. someone has. Right. And if there's more questions you have about sex, we might spend a whole season talking about sex here and that's okay. Secure Marriage Podcast is about answering the questions that you have and providing resources that actually work to help improve your relationship. So if you have more questions, you can send them to paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com and we will fit it into the podcast schedule here and see if we can provide a real answer to a real problem for a real person and give you a real solution. Sound okay? Sounds great. This was fun. Yeah. Let's do more. Let's do more. Okay, but not right now. No. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.